to this episode. Let's go. Name. The name is Law Nation. Without hesitations nor deviations to the matter, let's continue to grind to shine. Cowboy Nation, as we look back at this, the world spins and we all in it, regardless of what happened, right? Cowboys minicap watch, players versus cap, plus more. And of course, of course, of course, of course, the hotline for your mind, 657-390-7391. Let's go. Be sure to smash that like button. Tell a friend or a neighbor where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and beyond. <laughs> Even the ice wall. What's good? Shout out to everybody that's watching. Let's go. Shout out to you, Asmodeus. And hey, let's go. I see you, Raymond. Let's get it the best way possible. DC for life, not for short. And if you're a real one, let me see it in the chat. I'm real. Taylor in the house, I see you. Jameson. No doubt. Shout out to everybody. Be sure to check out Cowboys Experience. We're going to have three back-to-back events for the start of the year. And I can't wait to see y'all beautiful faces live in the flesh, right? Come on. Yep. Every home game, we be there. We are there. Come on. To purchase your tickets, check it out. The information call today 817-888-1726 and you will be in the mix last year we had michael parsons out there uh, at the event and we got a chance to wrap it up with him and uh for the 2022 season we we gonna have another guy out there that's a very impact for this team and i can't wait to see you guys out there co-mingling with the uh, players and as everything kind of like relax a little bit we, we we can get more and more things out there for everyone to be able to be in the mix but i really appreciate you guys so much and i'm gonna keep the name uh, uh let's just know this right here he wears 88 <laughs> so you do your own homework and investigation for the nation of which 88 I'm talking about. But Cowboy Nation, here it is, the 2022 season, and I have my notes here. And what I wanted to see at the start of the year, before the year kickoff or what have you, I wanted to know whether or not these guys, I said, I written, I written this down, Right. And I said, basically, C.D. Lamb need to step it up. Michael Gallup absence, you know, he's not going to be able to participate in many camp or training camp or any camp, right? Maybe not even week one. And then also I talked about the offensive line for your mind, right? We need to have, this is before the draft. This is my notes before the draft. The offensive line, we don't know, right? 
But we heard good stuff so far, baby. <laughs> and then I, I said number three, six things, basically six things you need to look at. And on my third item, pass rush needs. We need to get that going. My fourth item was the secondary. Oh, it's so scary, right? I wrote down in my notes, is Anthony Brown the answer? My fifth reasoning of going into this offseason, around many camp time for your mind, I wrote down number five, Johnny Bones, special teams. We looking for a special teams ace. We looking for somebody that can step up and be up and be ready, right? We looking for that. So special teams I had written down, number five is an option. And number six, which could be the main the main category to watch for for the whole season, the whole year, the whole thought tracks of everything, Cowboy Nation. Will the real Mike McCarthy stand up? These are the things that I written down before the draft. And looking back at this list, I'm going to put it over here. I'm going to hold myself accountable to that list. Do you guys believe in the hearts of hearts that Lamb is able to step it up? Because when we look at everything and we say to ourselves, okay, C.D. Lamb is that guy, right? C.D. Lamb got to be that guy, right? He must be that guy. It must be a situation and scenario that is Lamb. And I do think that Lamb heading into his third year, he can step up. He can be that real deal Holyfield, right? But we are talking about this one little thing right here, Cowboy Nation. And this one little thing is this right here, Cowboy Nation. The money. The M-O-N-E-Y. The money. You know, Cowboy Nation, I, I, I look back at this and I say to myself, I get it. If you don't count the cost before you build the house, then you wouldn't really have a stable home, right? You wouldn't have a real comfortable situation because you will always be worried. Man, I got the frames, but, but, but I'm not able to afford the sides. I'm not able to afford the roof. I'm not able to afford the plumbings. So you put everything on back burner. You guys seen that before when people go into these type of aspects of building something. So when we think of this, we would say to ourselves, all right, cool. The Dallas Cowboys heading into this 2022 season, they are already talking about 2023, 2024, 2025 as it relates to that money. And that is, my friend, a draw for the Cowboys. It's good to have your infrastructures put into place. It's good to have your thought track, your mindset to say, all right, cool. We got us a wide receiver. But we don't want said wide receiver to play so good because of the money. 
that, my friend, is the worst thing ever. Why? Well, here's the reason why. Because you began to not showcase full potentials. You began to hold back and short arm yourself because you say, man, I can't, I can't afford this. It's poor mouthing, basically. If this guy go crazy or if I go out into the market and buy something else, it's going to be little. The guy that I already have. No, if you about winning, that's what you're going to say. I'm go- I don't care. I just want to win. But when you, Silver the Hedgehog, he said Bears all the way. Come on, man. Nobody talking about the Bears. <laughs> but shout out to you, man. Thank you for jumping in, though, by the way. When you start talking about the problem, the money, it becomes bigger than what it really is or what it really not is. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. Uh, we have a number one. We just need more talent to in, in case of injury. This is from Swain. Swain. Shout out to you, Sullivan, too. Thank you for jumping in. Here's my thing. When you say better your best, you don't look at and start taking away, nor you say, you know what? My car is clean. I don't need to put soap and water on it. I just want to hit it with the water hose. You know, I washed it two weeks ago. No, you want to better your best. You want to continue to find products and things to make it better, right? To clean off some of the residue, if that can make any sense to you all. Um, one other thing that we, we come about looking at this list, Michael Gallup's absence. And since the draft or what have you in this free agency, we did pick up James Washington. We did talk glowingly of Simi Fihoko. Uh, the Cowboys community, as it relates to the, those who are able to watch the practice, they said that T.J. Vasher is doing his job, doing his thing, leaping out of the building, being a highlight reel or what have you. We know those things sounds good. And then, uh, we speaking glowingly of my guy, Jalen Tolbert. Shout out to him, right? He got a lot of food on that plate. And then the good old classic Noah Brown, right? Those are things that we can say. But are we doing enough for right now? We got Dontario Drummond, Tri-Fi Foggle. You got all of those guys that's really fighting to be on this team so we looking at it like who's going to separate themselves from the pack? Who is the person that's going to step up and say, yeah, in the absence of Michael Gallup, I'm James Washington. You know, will that person be able to step it up? Those are things that we're looking for. Other news, Cowboy Nation. And I'm just going to skip past the offensive line and talk right back to the Cowboys running back situation because those are things that a lot of people been having their their thoughts and they've been in the middle of the road with it because of these things right here these factors right here you got a running back that's getting paid big money bitcoins right I ain't talking about bitcoins bitcoins and you will have no production as it relates to playoff multiple playoff wins out of it nor 
do you have a Super Bowl? But people talk about the running back all the time. Saying that, hey, you can bench this guy and just elevate Tony Pollard. But let's listen in to these guys right quick. And they're going to go over this situation. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. Some touches, Kev. Listen, this is not, this is a no-brainer. We saw how explosive Tony Pollard was last year with the ball in his hands. And I got mad at the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, Kellen Moore, for not getting him touches. And this ain't just handoffs. Get him the ball out of the backfield, throw it to him, get him in space, and let him make plays. This is one of the simplest things that the that needs to happen in the NFL this year. Kellen Moore, hope you're listening. Get the man some more touches in any way you can because he's explosive. All right, the biggest storyline, I think. Uh... All right, so that was Swagoo on Get Up. Uh, well, Good Morning America or Get Up in the uh, – Get Get Up uh, <laughs> on ESPN. What if I told you, like Ripley's, believe it or not, we've been talking about this running back situation for more than three years now. It's going on to his third year. I believe it's his fourth year, going into his fourth year. We've been talking about this since Tony Pollard entered the scene. Get Tony Pollard more touches or carries. Let's help uh, alleviate some of the um, the carries for Ezekiel Elliott because in our right mind, we knew. We've seen this happen before. Running back, get used, burnt down, and then uh, this production drop or what have you, the first thing they do is cry river. And we've been saying, oh, his rookie year, Tony's going to get more carries, more totes. They're going to get more creative. Then that passed away. And then the second year of Tony Pollard, hey, they're going to get more creative. He'll get more touches. he can get more carries. That year went by. And then third year, hey, man, we're going to give him more touches, more carries. Oh, he led the league uh, in yards uh, per uh, tote or what have you. And then he fooled around and fell down to the second. So he the second in overall yards per rush or per, per attempts or what have you uh, average. And that's Tony Pollard. I think it's 5.5 if my memory served me correct. We've been talking about this. My thing is, and I tell people this all the time, people do what they want to do. People do what's comfortable to them. Right. You can try to say things all off season. These are the things we're going to attempt to do. These are the things that we are going to get back to doing. But when that pressure and that heat is turned on, nine times out of ten, you go back to customizing or you go back to being what's comfortable to you, basically. Right? A turtle don't leave his shell. A turtle going to stay in his shell. A turtle's not going to say, you know what? I want to move faster. Let me get out of this shell and start running. No. In a pinch, even a snapping turtle will get back into his shell. So what I'm trying to say is Kellen Moore is Kellen Moore, regardless of what you guys may say or think. Spread offense, slang the ball around the field, because that is what comfortable is what comfortable to him now the aggressive style and approach to being gritty and running the rock yes we see spurts of that yes we see things like hey you know 
this this offense can do this, this offense can do that. And I'm not selling nor denigrating Kellen Moore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm flat out not. Nevertheless, when you're about winning, when you're about dominating, you're going to do just that. You're not going to fold up. You're not going to change your perspective nor your point of view, right? You're going to stay true to what you're saying and what you know what can win you games. But when it's style points, when you try to do it in a certain factor or way, you slip and you fall. Appreciate y'all, man, for jumping in. Shout out to you, Hill. Appreciate everybody on the Facebook. And I thank you guys for understanding what I'm saying. This team, we got a lot of potentials. We do. We got a lot of potentials. But here's the problem, Cowboy Nation. If we continue to be that turtle and say, all right, hey, the pressure's big. Let me sink back into my shell and I'm going to let this protect me. No. Climb up out of the shell and do your thing. Shout out to you, Jet. Thank you for jumping in. And that ref, <laughs> Gerard, you ain't lying. I always laugh when I see that ref hit that grass, man. That's always funny to me, Cowboy Nation. It is, you know. That's probably why, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably why they, they hosed us in that game. <laughs> but neither here nor there. The Cowboys finished last season top 10 in rushing. Who knew that, right? <laughs> the Cowboys, let me repeat, the Cowboys finished last season top 10 in rushing. I think, uh, to be fair, uh, with the numbers there, it was ranked 8th or ninth in rushing. Anywhere, give or take, in that number there. Meaning, we had our shambles and pieces of the offensive line we didn't really take good good thought tracks of how this offensive line should work. We played musical chairs, right? There was a lot of political things that was going on with the offensive line. Who should be the starter? Who not should be the starter? Uh, we are trying to win games. Uh, are we going to pull one guy and put another guy in in a spot because they were scrambling? They was looking. And I tell I tell people I tell people this all the time. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one, than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. And and I get it. Connor Williams, he went to bed. Connor McGovern, he never played on the left side in his entire career, and we put him in that spot, hoping, hoping, that he can stop the penalties or what have you. And for what was for what it was worth. The penalty stop, at least a little bit. But he still got worked. <laughs> he still got worked, but not from a power aspect of it. Well, from a slow, his feet was like concrete blocks, right? <laughs> we were like, man, at fullback, you could see some of his work working for him. But at left guard, he looked like he had cement. His feet, like, dog, you got the right clicks on, you put those seatman blocks on. What's going on? Nevertheless, the Cowboys this offseason said, you know what, we're going into the youth aspect of it. They went and they drafted Tyler Smith. For those who don't know, 
He had the best run blocking grade out of anybody who was drafted this past season, right? <laughs> he had a 93.5 or something like that, or 93.3, give or take. The highest run blocking grade in all of college football out of this draft. So the Cowboys, they looked at that and said, okay, they're going to put him inside instead of having him as left tackle and have him next to Tyron Smith. So when I look at this note, I said, okay, the Cowboys did just that. Offensive line, what they going to do without big Lyle Collins? Oh, what they going to do now without Connor Williams? Well, hopefully, Terrence still can continue to stay right at that right tackle role. Don't play him around and move him around like musical chairs. And even if Tyron Smith goes down, don't get too cute and say, you know what? Terrence still, we're going to pull you from the right tackle side and kick you to the left tackle side. And we're going to insert Matt Wellesco at right tackle or anybody else that I'm kind of slipping out on not knowing on this team. At right tackle. No, 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 no. This offseason, figure it is out. Come up with a solution, a plan. Come out with a solution and a plan. If Matt Wellesco or Ball, if they are your guys that's going to be at that left tackle side, you fight it out. You have those boys to fight it out. And in a pinch, if you're thinking that Tyler Smith would be that left tackle, then you have him to fight it out. But have it already marked for the 2022 season that Tyler Smith is your left guard. Don't play around with it. The offensive line, regardless of whether or not you guys understand it or not, it's the unit that all five guys must be on the same page. It don't matter. You have Superman and the Hulk on their offensive line. And if they are not on the same page, it'll be a hole somewhere on that line and you'll be sniffing it out. One is too overaggressive, too many penalties. One keep offside and, you know, I mean, one keep uh, uh, false starting or what have you. So you guys got to be on the same page. Hopefully ball is healthier this year. This is from Ryan Ferguson. Shout out to you, Ferguson. Appreciate you for jumping in. Uh, Leroy says, uh, wasn't the Cowboys the number one in penalties in the NFL? Yeah, Leroy, you're right. <laughs> Led the league in penalties. Right? So many people, the Cowboys... If you're looking for excuses, you will find them. Matter of fact, if you're looking for excuses, they will find you. And the Cowboys got to understand that. And that's that's another thing that goes all the way down to the coaching on my sixth point. He should not be talking about the officials and complaining and whining about the officials. He shouldn't. Understand this, Cowboys Nation and everybody that's listening. You gotta You gotta know that man, you got Roger Goodell against you already. You got the officials that will not give you the benefit of the doubt. 
And number three, you got the aspect of any time we make moves like the other teams, there will be pundits critics saying that, hey, the Cowboys trying to buy a Super Bowl. What the Rams just did, we can't do that. We can't do that. Case in point, nobody's going to have opening talk points about what the Rams did in their offseason journey. Now, he ain't going to talk about that every week. They're not, but they're going to talk about the Cowboys. You got to, shout out to you, money. Shout out to you. Um, You got to really look at this thing and say, all right, we do have a disadvantage, but we do have the advantage. Everybody's watching us. Let's give them something to watch. You know, you can't be out there whining and complaining about the official, not as I. Leave that for us. But from a professional aspect, they're going to be looking at it like, all right, cool. We can call hold on every big play, which they normally do anyway. But if you're looking for it, you will find it, and it will find you. Can you imagine? See, people people like to look at life in the world. Is it, is it, is it, it only attacks them and the system. Is against them. News flash. That's just, that's that's life. When you are the unknown, right? <laughs> Law, do you have any truth to that? Yeah, let me get to it. Hold tight. Well, let me play my button right quick. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. You say the world, the system that we live in is catered and designed for right-handed people. When you grow up through school, the keyboard is designed and developed for right-handed people. The scissors that they pass out designed for right-handed people. Right? There are majority of right-handed people in this United States. Left-handed people live all through their lives adjusting to fit into the system. But everything that you do and everything that you see is built in a custom and fit for right-handed folks. Now, just because you are left-handed doesn't mean that you can't win or you can't compete in this said world system. Now, you can fall and crumble and cry about, hey, my cutting scissors hands is not designed for Left-handed folks. My keyboard is not designed for left-handed folks. And fall flat to your faces and complain about it all the time. Or you can sit there and say, hey, I'm unique. I can benefit from utilizing my left that's fit into a world that's designed for the right-handed. Right? Instead of complaining and crying and moaning about it, you make the necessary adjustments. If anybody that's left-handed in the chat, let me know. You already know that your life is different and unique. This world, especially in these United States, it's not built for you. 
but you don't complain about it. You make your ways. You make your ways. Figure it out. Woo! My God, Weaver. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, man. But Weaver said, yeah. Yeah. You figure a way out. That's what I want the Cowboys to do. Let me give Swayze. Are you concerned with the running back situation? Yeah. I am. <laughs> but is is it a top tier? Appreciate you for the donation there, Swayze, man. It's not a, a, a top concern. Let me go. Here we go. Here we go. It's not a top concern, Swayze. But it is it is an issue. It is a problem. Because we didn't figure it out. You see, we see, shout out to you, sugar, sugar daddy Will. He said he's a lefty. <laughs> Reason why I say I'm is concerned. Now, um, I, I read reports that Navier Gallimore said that man that Ezekiel Elliott, but boy, fit. Now, we heard news and storylines that Ezekiel Elliott, and this has been a, a storyline for a long time by Ezekiel Elliott. Man, he's he's fit, he's ready, he looked right, you know. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do during the off season, right? We hear stories, 22 miles per hour, Zeke and everything, right? I don't care if he ran 30 miles per hour or 50. You got to know how to utilize him. Shout out to you. Brandon Williams, law for president, dropping knowledge. I appreciate you, man. Um, I really appreciate you. Uh, I got a lot of lefties in here, man. Uh, Sugar Daddy, he said he's a lefty. Greg Fisher, he's a lefty. Yeah, and, and and none of you guys complain, right? None of you guys said, hey, man, why my mouse is for the right-handed? What about the left-handed mouse users, you know? Why why we can't use why we can't use the left-handed mouse, right? Dana just says too many lefties. Y'all lie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it ain't that many lefties in here, right? Come on, wiggle bell lefty. Now, 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 ain't that many. If I do a poll, it's 234 people watching right now and about 50 or, or 60 or so on the Facebook. I really appreciate you guys. If we do a poll, <laughs> yeah, come on, y'all be real. Are you lefties or righties? You know. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. But that's that, that just an, an, an analogy, right? But even if 12 people or 13 people in here are lefties, the right still is the majority, right? Uh, <laughs> and y'all had to figure out a way to fit in. And the Cowboys got to figure out a way to stop being the number one team in penalties. The Cowboys got to figure out a way to still control the outcome of the game by running the ball instead of hiding into their shells. The Cowboys, by the way, when they scored first, they I think I think their record last season is like nine and zero or or ten and zero or something like that. I do know when Trayvon Diggs catch an interception, this this stat line is at the top of my head. He is now uh, nine and one or something like that. He's in. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Who's in? C. Nick says mouths are made to be used on both sides. Let me see. No, you look, I have to do all type of configurations. Well, this one right here, this is uh, whew, 
this nice little mouse right here, silence mouse. You know, I had to go make the necessary investment for this one, right? You know, so it, y'all y'all won't hear all those clicks. But this one is designed for right righty. <laughs> but I feel what you're saying, C Nicks. They do make some mouse for both sides, right? Because the left complained so much and said, "Hey, man, y'all y'all don't care about us, man." <laughs> I'm a righty, by the way. I'm not left-handed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lord King, uh, he's ambidextrous. You know, he can use both hands. Uh, shout out to you. Only 10% of us in the U.S. is left-handed. Uh, C. Jordan, right. And the 10%, you guys are unique. Y'all don't complain. <laughs> so what that means to the Cowboys they shouldn't complain about penalties of what I'm saying. Figure out a way to stop them. Vanita, 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 you can't, you can't tell me that you got to be a dude. Is this Vernita or this is a dude? Cause, cause ladies don't talk like that. Cowboys trash. Ladies don't talk like that. You got to be a dude. With a female name, right? You, you <laughs> let me know, Vernita. Vernita, let me know. You a dude with a female name? <laughs> Yo, um, uh, Quinn says, uh, how can they be hiding in their shells at twelve and five? Figurative of speech. What I'm saying is you got to take control of the game. Be that person to stick to your system. You know, be that person that don't fold up. Those five games that we uh, had a misfortune to could have been less, right? (laughs) Jermita's Jermetta, shout out to you. It's a troll. That's what. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gotta be a troll. Cause I don't think I don't think that Vernita mom or dad named him Vernita, you know. Like, like, like let's be real with it, you know. Um <clears throat> Big Pond Forever. Cowboys have built a solid roster, but entitled fans will always complain. Well, <clears throat> I think that the the part of entitlement, you know, uh, is a situation that the fan base is. How can I put this in other terms? They will always, they will always complain. They will always complain, even if even when we were winning <laughs> in the nineties, they were complaining. Right. So I always say everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. Yeah. Tell the lefties to fix their gas prices. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's on his girl account. You know, I, I, OK, 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 David. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. That is so funny, man. He's on his girl account. Ha! Got him! Because his girl followed the nation. Baby, that ain't just too easy. 
Oh my goodness, man. Vernita, it's okay, you know. We we love you, Vernita. We really appreciate you, you know. Mm-hmm. John Steel Bomb, you know, I feel you, Jet. These gas prices are crazy. <clears throat> I feel y'all on the gas prices. Uh, uh-huh. I feel y'all on the gas prices. And shout out, shout out to uh, our agency. They they said, you know what? We gonna let everybody work from home. You know, <laughs> gas prices are gas prices. Position with a new segment called GMLB. And over the last few weeks, we've done these weekly segments revealing top five lists of quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Now we're going to concentrate on the defense. And I'll start off this week with my top five list of linebackers currently in the league. And this is a list of your Mikes, Sams, and Wills. So traditional linebackers, I did not include edge rushers just so everybody is clear and understands okay now let's go to number five as we begin this list for me there is levante david uh, it is hard to find any linebacker more dominant than him over this past decade he ranks second in the nfl and tackles over that span and he impacts the game on all levels he's dominant against the run excels in coverage as we saw against Kelsey in the Super Bowl, and is a dangerous pass rusher when he's sent on the blitz. He's leader of that Bucks D, and Brady doesn't have that seventh Lombardi without him. If you look at most tackles over the last 10 seasons, and he is number two right behind Bobby Wagner. Now coming in at number four is the reigning defensive player of the year Micah Parsons of the Cowboys he's one of the most versatile defensive players in the league already lining up both as a traditional linebacker and on the edge he was one of just three players in the league this past season to rack up 12 plus sacks and 75 plus tackles absolutely running away with that rookie of the year award and here is what he has done this past season 12 plus sacks 75 plus tackles he tops them all right there even over the great aaron donald now all right so as you guys can look here are the most tackles in the last 10 season of course you see bobby name up there and uh he was just too much money for the cowboys to go pick up unfortunately right and I, I remember when Demario Davis was available, he was just too much money for the Cowboys to pick up. We didn't need his uh, his skill set out there. Now Levante David, I mean, he's just remarkable, man, to be up there that quickly. Uh, and Levante, man, he's just an animal himself. And then when we look at this other chart that I'm about to pull up in a few, shout out to those boys for this morning uh, content. Uh, we're finna pull up our guy Parsons, and the reason why I'm pulling up Parsons is because we need, we don't want, but we need Parsons to to have an unbelievable second year. We don't want him to, we need him to. You know, those two different situations and scenarios, and you see Parsons' name there, Cowboy Nation, as the guy with 13 sacks. Uh, 84 tackles, 12.5 sacks for Aaron Donald coming from that interior, and uh, 84 tackles. And Harold Landry, uh, I think we passed up on him, right? We could have had Harold Landry if you think about it, but that's me trying to put the toothpaste back into the tube. Uh, 12 sacks, 75 tackles. I believe uh, he was drafted the same year. 
of uh, LVE. Right. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. Uh, Cowboy Nation. I could be off on that one, but neither here nor there. Uh, appreciate you, Sadiqwa. Hi, law. I am here and I'm snitching the chat room. There's 258 here and only 195 likes. Come on, chat room. Come on. Hit that like button. Sharing is caring. You know, it is what it is, too. Ooh, we. But Cowboy Nation. This season, heading into uh, the 2022 season with the second year of Dan Quinn and looking back at all of the things that Dan Quinn was able to do last season. And once again, like I said in my previous video, oh, we drafted Taco. He was the year Taco. Shout out to you, Iceberg Q. I love y'all, man. Uh, he said we drafted Taco instead of Landry, I believe. Okay, so shout out to you, man. Ooh. It's putting the toothpaste back into the tube, though. You know, <laughs> I didn't know Landry was playing that long. Okay. So, and of course, Darius Leonard, you know, was drafted the same year of uh, LVE. But going into the second year, under Dan Quinn, and I'm not saying that he can walk on water, and I'm not complaining about it. I'm just explaining. Complaining and explaining are two different things. I heard some people say uh, in my chat, Law, why you always say this every year, man? You know, we ain't going to do. That's the whole point of being a content creator, by the way. You know, I can't just wait until the season kick off and then start talking to you guys. <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm going to be on vacation mode until September the 11th when it's real. No, 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 no. This is the glory and the beauty of it. Of us going through the process, right? Being right, being wrong on a lot of things, right? And then when we get to this point, we look back and say, hey, man, law was, and I believe that's why y'all follow me, man. You know what? <laughs> law opinion on this matter, man, he was, he was, that joker, man, I don't know if it's coming from the beard, but that dude was like right here on that one. He was right here. <laughs> When he said that Robert Quinn would have his best season ever. And when he said that the Cowboys shouldn't get rid of Robert. Man, Law was right here, man. Shoot, that Law Nation, shoot. Let me go tell Ashaniqua and Pookie and Ray Ray about Law Nation. Man, that Law Nation, man, I don't like him all the time. But, man, he was right. If you think I'm lying, those Eagles fans, they be like, yeah, man, that dude Law, man. I can't even stand the Cowboys. But that dude with the beard, man, with the headband, dude, that dude was spitting, man. I had to pull out an umbrella. That's why I'm here now watching. Ain't the right big punt. <laughs> you know? So the whole the whole entire thing would be that. You know, nobody go turn on to the Celtics versus the, the Warriors and say, hey, man, let the announcers don't give the play-by-play. -play. We just waiting for the end of the game. And then they can spit their rhetoric. No. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Uh, Weaver says, Law, honestly, you're the best creator out there. Uh, uh, man, there's so many v different variations. I look at it like fruit. You know, it's so many. You got your, you got your grapes. You got your strawberries. You got your cherries. You got your watermelons. <laughs> you know. The, the, you know, you got the honeydew, cantaloupe, and that's how this content creation goes, man. We got all different variations. I, uh, my guy Scooter, he hit me up on Instagram, 
and and, and Scooter McGruder, if y'all don't know. And I'm sitting like, yeah, Scoot, you know, we, we might can't do something, you know, uh, this this uh, season. So y'all y'all stay tuned. I might I might start doing that type of content, that reactionary stuff, you know. Or maybe I do some content with Country Wayne and things, you know. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. <laughs> Help is on the way. Shout out to Country Wayne. And thanks. <laughs> and then, you know, one day, one day, when I'm going out to Oxnard, I'm going I'm to bump into this dude. I was close one time. I'm going to bump into this dude. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud, too. <laughs> I can't wait to bump into Denzel Washington. You know, I'm going to say Denzel Washington when I see him. <laughs> you know, and I'm not your son, Denzel. <laughs> Shout out to you, T-Hawk, man. Uh, Jesus is probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been the, the lead commander. The lead commander. Wait a minute. Hold on. It's been over 26 years, Law. What keeps Cowboy fans so optimistic every year? Now, now, before I get into details, I need to know, are you a Washington League commander? <laughs> or you? De- or that's just your name, League commander. You know, I just need to know, man, please, before I play any audio or go any further, man, are you a Washington <laughs> Hey man, six five seven three nine zero seven three nine one is the hotline for your mind, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, the leak. How are you though? You know that's what, that's what my girl says, Sadiqwa. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I need to know, man. Please, please don't block them. You know, I need to know. Are you are you the leader of the Washington Commanders? You know. <laughs> What's up, Iceberg Q? Did someone say Philly 500? Shout out to Philly 500. He's a good guy. Uh, Philly 500, Lord Bronson, those, 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 those are good guys over there for their communities. Uh, if I were to rank them, I, I have Lord Bronson, Philly 500, and um, uh, I think it's Philly. They got a Philly fan talk guy. He's really good too. A Philly podcast. He's really good too. So, and not not to leave out any of the Philly uh, people, man. I really appreciate them. Um, and and uh, Bird Bird, what's his name? Bird Gang Thirty One. Uh, he's really good too. So, man, it, the community is always strong, and I love the content creators because it's it's difficult on all sides, <laughs> not just a few sides there. All right, so we got uh, two five one. You live. What's up, Law? What's up, man? Talk to me. All right, I'm up out of Mobile, Alabama, man. I'm Rudy, man. Rudy, okay. I see you, man. Yeah. Rudy, man. What, what's been going on in, over there in Mobile, man? Uh, just working every day, man. Yeah. So that just means you. That, that means you know a lot about this South Alabama kid, man, by the name of Jalen Tobert, right? Well. Actually, right now I'm driving. I'm probably like four miles away from South Alabama, and I live like three miles away from it. Oh, wow. I really didn't know that much about him, but he went to a, a private school in uh-huh. Mobile called McGill, I was told. And, and oh. They were nothing when I was in high school. Okay. But lately, they've been good in basketball and football, man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's a, well, it's a Catholic school. Here okay. in, in Alabama, it's all about that money now. 
Oh. The schools with the money are winning the championships and making deep runs. Now, the public schools, they used to be so good, they don't have the funding to recruit these guys out of middle school like, you know, uh, uh, like back in the day where you just went straight to a school in your district. Yeah. I mean, it's different, yeah. man. It's different running running on some Nikes versus Rydells, man. You know, and when you start getting those yeah. higher-end sponsorships, man, and then people going to be looking at it like, man, I'm going to gravitate to the people that got the Nikes, man, or those Adidas. I'm not finna mess with Rydell like that. But I feel you, man. I see my guy Primetime doing the same thing for my alum, Jackson State. He getting all type of sponsor dollars in now, and more and more people gravitating to that. Money, money, do hey, man, the good love, things, man. I love prime time, man. That's my favorite athlete ever. Uh, I know he played for the enemy for a year, but yeah. I never give him for that. He came to help us win it all the next year. So, um, and I, I, and I'm also glad he made it through this his little help scale, man, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, that's, that's that's my guy, man. You know, but I'm looking forward to us having a great season. I think we can go 11 and six. Uh, it, it's a matter of us staying healthy, right? And uh, sticking sticking together. The receiver's going to have to grow up fast, um, but we can do it, man. We're going to have to allow our defense early, though, until the receiving unit grows up. And uh, we're going to have to use uh, Pollard in there a little bit more than we used him last year, man. We, we're really going to need him. He, he's going to be the X factor. Yeah, it's a copycat league, and the Cowboys tend to not copy. Right. But right. I hope yeah. I, I can only hope that they look back at all of Debo Samuels tape and said, you know what? We got Tony Pollard, man, who, who's quicker and, and a little bit more yeah. elusive. We're going to try to put him at that Debo role for the Cowboys. And and this this it's just right. too much like right for us to do that, though. And I'm not being a Debbie Downer, by the way. <laughs> it's yeah. just too much like yeah. right for us to really yeah. do that. Time for the excuses to be over. We need to make a deep run to justify all of these guys here, justify paying these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Moore has got to prove himself that he's a better play caller in tough situations. I mm-hmm. mean, you can be a great play caller against um, against one against the Jaguar, but can you be a better play caller against the 49ers? Because they didn't bully us the whole game, but they bully us bullet us when they needed to mm. and uh i just felt like we were the better team when we got beat by them we were better but they were a little bit tougher yeah it, it, so, they, they, they had that tough mentality and that's one thing that we were missing and, and guess yes. what you 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 right. live to see it in 1994 right. We got beat down by the, uh, you know, it was a P.I., but we got beat down by the 49ers, and the next year we went off to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, man. So I I, I really think we can win at least one playoff game. I don't Mm -hmm. think we're a Super Bowl team, but but I'm hoping for two playoff wins, and I'll be satisfied. You'll be satisfied. You know, but but let me say this. We got the 23 million, 23 point something million over the cap. We got a sort of plan. We got some sort of plan that, that that we're not revealing. We got a plan with this twenty three million. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, but we got a plan, man. I we hope, man. I hope that we do something responsible with that money, and and let's not just sit on it, you know, and thinking that it's going to grow that way. No, you got to get out there and get somebody that can help. Absolutely, man. And so I, 
I believe we can get somebody, but I know you were talking a day or two ago about DK Metcalf, and you would like to make a move for him. But not for a first or second law, maybe a third. I would be be willing to give up a third for him because you know if he plays fairly well, now you're gonna probably have to sit down and think about paying. So I'm not paying a first or second round pick, and I gotta get this guy. I don't know, maybe sixteen million a year. I'm not doing all that. No, no, no. Six sixteen million a year would be a steal. Uh, I think his camp is talking about twenty four to twenty five million. Nah, he's a good receiver. He ain't that that dude for real. Guy. <laughs> he ain't. He, he, hey, Jamar Chase has been in the league one year, and to me, he he's a guy I would pay him whatever he wants. Jamar Chase, and guess what? Debo ain't Jamar Chase. He's bigger. He's probably just as fast, but Jamar Chase is a is a is a faster, better Anquan Bolden than me. And, and, and I would give him whatever he wants. Honestly, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. You got to pay the better players, but right. sixteen million, yeah, that would be pushing it. But if he if, if we made a move for him and he produced, I would be willing to give him that for three or four years, you know. But we, I, I think we're going to have to make another move. For, for another receiver at some point, even if it's in September or October, uh, unless the guys show that they can grow up fast. Now, let me let me ask you this. Why are you down on Simi Pahoko so much, man? Oh. He's just not showing you anything? Well – here, here's my thoughts. I, I'm like, hey, you got to prove it to me, man. You got to prove it to me. And 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 it's something about incentives, man. I, I learned this just a couple of, couple of weeks ago. If you start laying out right. the, the incentives – Man, things can happen out good for you. My daughter, she wanted to go play. They got this place called uh, Kids Mayana where it's it's a jump place, a trampoline park, all of that good stuff, right? And I had to start saying, okay, it's Monday. We're going to go Saturday. But if you keep this area clean, then every day I give you a dollar and you can put it into the uh, machine and he can punt out, he can push out all of the good stuff for you. Don't you know that right. that little girl will start cleaning up, start she went in my closet, organized the shoes and start vacuuming the floor with the little sweet bush, little sweet bush pusher. I said, right. man, uh, the incentives. But I have to right. give her the results. I have to give her the things because of her results. And my thing is, far as Simi Fihoko, he got to start cleaning up some stuff, cleaning up his routes. Let me see him in blocking. Let me see him get to the third level, what have you, or the second level. Those are things that I'm looking for because he is fast. He's fast. He's 4'3 guy. But I need to start seeing something before I start awarding him. And I can't I can't say, well, I'm going to take him to the trampoline park without seeing it, if I can make that as an analogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to have to work for, for his playing time. He's going to earn everything he gets. Right. Uh, but we should win a division on anything uh, crazy happening, happening. But I'm going to tell you about the Washington Commanders. Talk to me. With what, with what that defensive coordinator said last week, as soon as it goes bad for that team, that defense is going to quit on him. What did he so say? You know, I know he said something out of the line, but I didn't really even have time to play uh, it all. To the effect of, uh, well, why y'all upset about a little dust up at the Capitol? Making light of that. And then he wanted to flip it to the George Floyd situation, how the people rioted after that George Floyd situation, how some people rioted 
after that George Floyd situation. As soon as he, as soon as the oh. team is three, three and five or three and six, that defense is gonna turn on him and quit on him, man. Because oh wow! I tell you, they, they, they don't like what he said, man. Oh they don't wow! Like what he said, and guess what? what he said wasn't right, man. Ooh. He should have kept his mouth closed because that that goes to show you he's okay with one particular type uh, group of people doing something, mm. and. He, he wants to hold another group of people accountable. Come on, hold everybody accountable. The, the, the people who who uh, had the insurrection going on at the Capitol right. and the people who rioted wherever they rioted at. Hold yeah. them all accountable, no matter what color they are. If they're wrong, they're wrong. Yes, you know, indeed, but man. Uh. As soon as that person comes, that, that Redskins defense, who has a lot of good players on it, is going to quit, I'm telling you. Because they yeah. don't – because it was – they don't like that guy as the last week. I'm telling you. Mm. I mean, you you Watch spitting you. you spitting truth over there, man. That coach he on some thin ice over there. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, man. Uh, 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 Jack Jack Del Rio. Hey, 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 you know what? Hey, cowboy isn't guy. Isn't Del Rio? Isn't the, yeah? He played uh for the Cowboys in the nineties for a little bit. Isn't yeah. Del Rio a, a Latin last name? Oh, aren't you a minority too? Yeah. Hey, you want to talk like that? Ooh. You know? I mean, he's so. I, I know he's some type of – I know he's a white Latino. So, yeah. guess what? He thinks he, he's white. No, you're a white Latino, bro. Yeah, he's going to have some problems, man. He's going to have some problems, man, because people are looking at it, you know, like, dog, man, look, you didn't have to say that, man. Let's, now, now it's time to stick to sports. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not, saying white, I'm not saying white people are bad, but nah. I'm just saying, hey, man, you, you're a minority, too. Mm, you know that's all sad. I'm saying. You gonna you gonna speak like that? You know. So, but it is what it is. But I I think we can have a very good season. But I'm accepting no less than two playoff wins this year. And, and I got excuse Jack for last year. That okay. was coming off injury, and he was using probably more of of the uh, the good side of his body, trying to compensate for um the the, the bad break he had of, of the leg. So I think he should come back better and stronger. Um, and I, I was a little disappointed in him down the stretch, but I can give him a pass for last year. But this year, I want it all. I want I want no less than two playoff wins, Law. Man, you on my you, you, hey you you on my uh, rhythm of the world right now, man. I need I need Dak Prescott to get some uh, playoff wins under his belt. I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of the people saying one and three in the playoffs, law. You know, <laughs> so, so come on, get some exactly. records under you, man. Exactly. And, and one more thing, law. I know, Talk you, to I, me. I know you got a kiss in this call. Let me say this: this this is the best team we've. This is the best group of players we've had in the last twenty five years. Mm. We can't let this go to waste. If, if Mike McCarthy has to go, he has to go. If uh, 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 Kelly Moore has to go, he has to go. We mm. have more of a leadership problem. We don't have a talent problem at all. We got a leadership problem. Some of these players going to have to step up and be more of a leader. Uh, you've already heard Michael Parsons. I call him the all-pro. He wants to take on more of a leadership role, which is forcing DeMarcus Law to step his game where we have to take on more of a leadership role. We need about about six or seven good leaders to take this team over and compensate for what Mike McCarthy and Kelly Moore somewhat seem not able to do all the time. I mean, you're spitting the truth. You're spitting the truth, man. But but before you roll, man, before you roll, just understand that in 2020, 
you had right. the NFL, the Cowboys. Let's just talk about the Cowboys. They were terraforming. There was still Jason right. Garrett mentality. Yeah, man. You remember yeah. when they was trying to even even That's with right. that that horrible defensive coordinator, uh, uh, Mike yeah. Nolan. There uh, were uh, people uh, saying, yeah, 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 yeah. There was people saying that it's too complicated, it's too difficult, and not everybody right. was buying in to what he was preaching. Right. Right. And the team finished six and ten, I believe. Uh, I think the Washington Commanders only won one more game than us or what have you or two or something like that. But neither here nor there. Twenty twenty one, we finished twelve and five. And I believe that Mike McCarthy squeezed out some of that old some of that Jason Garrett mentality stuff was fading away. But we all know, you know, and I know that one of the one of the conditions of buying this team or purchasing this team or excuse me or coaching this team that's a better way to say it that you had to you had to yeah. get his son you know or his grandson right. Kelly Moore you had you had to right. hire him that was one of the conditions if I can speak freely yeah. on it so I hope that 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 year three that we don't see none of that 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 dicile mentality we see more of the exactly. uh, the mindsets of like Parsons exactly, exactly. yeah so, you know but but. We can do it if we, you know, if we if we take care of business and stick together, and uh, we gotta have some leaders emerge, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know you got a kiss in this caller, but I, I really enjoy talking to you, buddy. Anytime, man. Be safe on the road, man. Shout out to you, bro. Yes, I'll try to hit you up another time too. Anytime, man. Appreciate yes, it. Good call for real, right, man. Yes, yeah, Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy, man. Uh, shout out to Rudy. And I really appreciate him uh, for jumping in and being part of this conversation. Uh, let's go uh, from here. I've got someone else on the call. Uh, but give me one second here. Let me figure this out right quick. And I'm going to go to my YouTube. I'm going to go to, uh, hold on, stats. Uh, y'all bear with me, man, while I pull this up. Uh, mm-hmm. Dallas, uh, Law Nation. Hold on, give me one second. I gotta talk to myself. Sometimes you gotta talk to yourself when you're looking for something. Yeah, I found it, baby. I found it. Okay. Uh huh. Let that load up right quick. Let that load up right quick. Then we're gonna pencil, pencil this around because I I need to have this for context. Well, my beard was looking good then, boy. Hurry up, computer. Hey, here we go. All right, so I'm going to let this call it. Uh, hold, hold tight, Tyreek. Uh, <clears throat> let me pull this one in so we can get this for context, man. Come on, we're right there. Boom. Let me know if y'all can see that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we're going to find a Listen to this. in this thing, okay? So I'm looking at everything from A to Z. If this season started off just like, uh, I want to say, was it 08 season or 09? One of those seasons, whereas we would work. Admit. I want forward. everybody to come meet me. Real. This is no look at Jerry Jones. How warm and sunny the future mm-hmm. felt last August as the Cowboys right. walked through the last snaps of training camp. 
Even here in California, fans throng the sideline to touch the Cowboys star. Absolutely, baby. Jerry Jones is the only owner who is also a celebrity, and he's one of only three owners who actually runs his team. Jones is the general manager. He picks the players, hires the coaches, runs the business. He earned three Super Bowl rings doing that. Hey, y'all listen up to that. Listen up to that. Hey, he picks the players, he runs everything. Of course, this is before Will McClay's era, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? It's an old video. Preseason, he told us how he liked his chances of slipping on a fourth. Listen. What do you see out here? One of the best teams on paper that I've been associated with in 22 years. Hey, we heard this before time and time again. Like I said, in Dallas Cowboys land, there's really nothing new under the sun. But as the season unfolded, no high hopes could defeat the picks. Over the middle, intercepted. The fumbles. The sideline fumbles the football. The rotten breaks. Tony Romo's flat on his back, and he was blasted. You had the number one offense in the league, the number four defense in the league. Why can't you get the ball past the pylon? Stats are for losers. Wow. They relish yeah. in them. The stat is the score. And when you don't win that score, nothing good happens. It's a bottom line game. Have we gotten too full of ourselves? Possibly. Hey, like I said, nothing new under the sun, but let's listen back to what Jerry Jones had to say, man. Hey, he was talking about the stats. <laughs> he says for losers. And then on top of that, listen to what he says, because this team that we're looking at in 2019, everybody's saying, oh, this is the most talented team that we ever seen. I said, wait a minute. I've been saying, I've seen more talent on this team before, and this is what happened. You had the number one offense in the league, the number four defense in the league. Mm -hmm. Why can't you get the ball past the pylon? Stats are for losers. You see what I'm talking about? So that's why I want to tell people, man, <clears throat> stop saying that, you know, that, that we can do this, we can do that, and this will happen and that will happen. All I can tell you guys is nothing new under the sun. We heard this storyline before that this team is, <clears throat> this team got a lot of talent. This team got this, this team got that. This team got this, and this team would do that. But the reality of it, Cowboy Nation, is that I don't want you guys to be in the same cycle over and over again. And that was a video that I'd done a long time ago that it fits right in. The number one team in offense, the number four team on defense. But if you don't have the right coach that's in place, y'all y'all not feeling me, man. If you don't have the right tools in place as it relates to that coaching, it don't matter. If you don't know how to drive a stick shift, and I give you the Ferrari, and this is a stick and not an automatic. And if that's your first time driving it, you're going to wreck it. You ain't going to be able to pull up a hill. It's good. You're looking at it like, yeah. And some of y'all, Shane, let me, hear, let me just say this right here. Shame. 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 Some of y'all right now in the chat. Fellas, don't even know how to drive a stick shift. You're used to everything being automatic. 
<laughs> but I have to put that out there. And I ain't talking about you, man. You can still learn how to drive. But what I'm saying is collectively speaking, Cowboy Nation, is that we got to stop saying that, hey, man, we got a talented team, man. Hey, man, we got. Stop it. Because we hear that every year and they elevate that part of it every single year. Boy, I digress. But let me get my guy up in here. Be waiting patiently, man. Tariq. Hey, what's going on, Lord Nation? Cowboy Nation, stand up. Into it, man. You finna beat me down like again, man? You, you finna beat me down again, nah, bro? Nah, <laughs> Go nah, ahead. I, I, I had time, I, nah, man. I had, time, I had time to think about it. I had time to think about it. And uh, I seen uh shout out to Boss Cowboy. Uh, he, he had a breakdown of uh, Metcalf and Major Suit. And when I thought about it, it uh, you guys made sense because it, it wouldn't hurt us to have another good wide receiver on this team. You know what I mean? Because especially especially if Gallup is going to be hurt in the beginning of the season and we will kind of want to be able to use C.D. Lamb and and uh, positive, like, kind of gadgety type of guy, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, a little bit like uh, – it, it gives us more wiggle room to use uh, uh, people like Pollard, like Lamb, kind of gadgety like uh, your boy – your boy uh, C, I mean uh, – What's my man, Debo Samuels, over in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah San Francisco. Since yeah. Kelly, since, yeah, since Moore is such of a boy wonder genius type of dude, he should be able to work with all those weapons. Should, you yeah. never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never know if this dude, like you said, coaching matters. You can have all the tools in the shed, but if the person don't know how to use those tools in the shed, what good are your tools? You don't, don't want to climb that hill. <laughs> he put around, around driving that stick, boy, and get up that hill, boy. He's going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, but, but here, here's the That's thing. That's what I'm saying, man. That, let, let me just give credit to that to that, to my guy, man, Boss Cowboy. I, I watched that video. I think it came out a couple of days ago, but I watched it last night. And I was mm-hmm. like, boy, it, it should have 50,000 views on it because he was literally saying that it now is not about the skill set and the talent. He said he it is more so about the money now. Yeah. We, we was getting Cooper. People were looking at Cooper. I ain't paying 20 million. That's 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 a steal now. Right. Amari Cooper, 20 million dollars a year. That's a steal. Yeah, it, it is still, man. But my, but my thing is, I think what made what sold me on him is that the dude don't get hurt like that. Oh yeah, he don't he's get rarely hurt. hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's very durable. He's rarely hurt. Rarely hurt. And we've been having a problem in Dallas with some of our top guys getting hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And it shows on the field when we need them. Um, my whole thing is, my whole thing is like this. Yes, it, it does need to be a, a closer eye on Kellen Moore this year uh, to get over that hump. You know what I mean? You know right. he's been he's been doing this for almost what four years? This about is, four years right now. This going, years. This going into his fourth year now, and uh, his, his first year was 2019. So uh, he's going into his fourth year now. Uh, Kellen Moore, uh, we all think the world of him, uh, but but it's time for now the rubber to meet the road, and we got to have something sticking. Like have a legitimate philosophy in place, and on top of that, do something to get your playmakers the ball. Tony Pollard, we keep hearing that Tony Pollard is like is, is like this dude that can do all of these things. But let us see it. Yeah, because uh, 
Yeah, because uh, not to cut you off, man. No, you good. At the same time, just like just like your brother, your brother, uh, your twin brother is a San Francisco fan. Yeah, yeah. I got a cousin that's a San Francisco fan. I didn't see him this past weekend. We went over that whole game all over. over. And I, and one thing he kept saying is, "Thank y'all. Thank I think that you, I thank your coaches for not running Tony Pollard. Yeah, in that game. Yeah, he said because Tony Pollard the one tore us up a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yeah, thank y'all for not running. I'm glad Dak had to run the ball. I, I mean, throw the ball, and I'm glad Ezekiel Elliott with that one leg had to run on us. He's like, y'all yeah. basically gave us a game. He's we like, did. We should have like... took us out. Yeah. Should have took us out when 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 Bosa went down. And Warner went down in that game. Mm. We should have took the game, man. That was yeah. our game to take, but it, it did like stuff like that. It takes coaching. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Coaching, better coaching would have got us over the hump that game. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. on the offensive side of the ball, and, and that's what I really believe. And I feel like, uh, like my, this is my last thing. I'm gonna land this thing playing. Like, like the last caller said, yeah, I gotta. I lay off a of Dak for last year because Dak went went through a lot of stuff last year. Right. You know I mean for his family members and coming back from an injury, uh, and uh, you know what I'm saying just you know uh, going over certain obstacles and, and, and hurdles. I give him that. Right. Last year, cool. At least we made it to the playoffs and we had a good record. I give him that. But this year, no, nah, I can't give him that. I can't. He can't. The kid's gloves got to come off, man. Yeah. He, gotta, he has to show. And he can get over the hump, man. You know the you you know the one thing that I can say that I feel like Dak should go back and do some research or really sit down and talk to this dude, Troy Aikman, because Aikman said something in a, in an old video that that stuck out to me about the Cowboys back then. It's mm-hmm. when Jimmy Johnson was gone, and it was the first year with, with Switzer, mm-hmm. and he felt like Switzer wasn't the same dude he met when he was in college, because when he was in college, Switzer was a no-nonsense type of guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when he, when he came to the Cowboys, he was letting players get away with being, you know what I mean, just doing whatever they wanted to do and being kind of being lazy and just doing certain things that they wanted to do instead of just yelling at people, kicking people off the field, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. fire, you know what I mean, like getting fired up because that's the most time i ever seen Trey cussing people out, going at it with the offensive coordinator, you know what I'm saying, to fire that team up because he got tired of the BS. You know, yeah. I remember those games, and sometimes I don't see that same passion and fire in Dak Prescott. Sometimes when his when he's going through bad games, he just got this dumbass look on his face. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Instead of over there telling Keller Moore, that ain't the play call I want to I want to run, or instead of yelling at the other guys like, man, what the hell is you doing? Why you missed that block? Or why you didn't catch that pass? Like, yo, like we need that dog mentality. I know Dak is a, a good leader. You know what I mean? He's a real good leader, but I want Dak to be that great leader. Yeah. That leader, that, you know what I'm saying, and take that 300 on the hill like Leonidas, and we yeah. got to go put in some work. That's what I want to see out of this team. Yeah, let's, let's do what we can do. We are a good team, but if we're going to be undisciplined and have all these penalties and all this old extra stuff, stuff happening on the field, we're we not going to get to our debt, our, 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 what we feel like we should be at. Yeah, because the great ones they buckle down when it's time to buckle down, and they they all the other stuff don't matter to them. No you know doubt, what I'm saying? Man. No doubt but at all. I got faith in our team. I got faith in our team, Law. Uh, I really would like to see my quarterback get over the hump, but he he gonna need some help. And if we can get him more help, fire is a uh, DJ, uh, DJ uh, DK Metcalf. Metcalf, 
Go get them. Go get I'm them. ready to go. I'm ready for all, all, hand, all hands on deck, man. Do what yeah, we got to do yeah. to win this, man. Yes, indeed. Before before you roll, I just want to tell everybody, man, uh, uh, just because you may think he can't run every route on the tree, we don't use every route on the tree, by the way, in here at Cowboys Land. <laughs> we don't use every route. Mm-hmm. We don't use every route. It's about three routes that the Cowboys use. So so stop looking for a nuanced route runner because we only use about two and a half routes. Uh, I just wanted to say that, man, for everybody who said, hey, man, he's not a route, but he is a 4-3 guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he you, hey, All they got to gotta do is go back. All they got to do is go back to that tape. When we played Seattle yeah. and, we, and Diggs was a rookie and see how fast DJ Metcalf was running down the field and the ball was in the air. Yeah. Yeah, Diggs got one of them. He got yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. But, the other, but the other one he didn't get, he got burnt. <laughs> right, right. Keep that in mind. No, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. He's a very good player. <laughs> no doubt, man. I appreciate you so much, Tyreek, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you too, love. Y'all stay up, Cowboy Nation, man. Peace. Yes, yes indeed, man. That's a good call from him, uh, Cowboy Nation. And who was a better coach? I want to let – I want to know from here because I, I said since Jimmy Johnson – we only had one real coach that was here, and the, and the uh, resume is still being built for Mike McCarthy. I can't give him that until after this season where I can at least gauge and say, okay, it's been three years. But but Parcells was the best coach we had since Jimmy. But who's a better coach, Barry Switzer or Jason Garrett? I want to. I want to know. And before we go into these situations of saying this and that, we had to wait and watch Jason Garrett grow. Think about this, Barry. And of course, this was with uh, Jimmy Johnson players. He went twelve and four, twelve and four, ten and six, and then six and ten. And they say, "Ah, oh, we can't deal with six and ten. Get rid of him." <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, so Switzer was he—he he was the better coach. <laughs> now, as he got older and long in the tooth here, he didn't take his job as serious as he did down there in Oklahoma. You know, he—he's he, a Hall of Famer coach over there. You know, let me pull up his let me pull up his resume, man. And th- th- this is his resume, Cowboy Nation. Let me go all the way to the top. Long resume, Barry. Shout out to Barry. Uh, 157 to 29 and four. Regular season 40 and 24. Five and two in the playoffs. You know, <laughs> that's a good record for playoffs right about now. <laughs> uh, eight and five in bowl games, but we stroll all the way down. Of course, you see that in Oklahoma, you know, uh, 10 and 0. 11 and 0, 11 and 1, 9 and 2, 10 and 2, 11 and 1, 11 and 1, uh, 10 and 2. And then he had a dry spell in the 80s right here, uh, 81 through uh, 83. But even then, 74, 8 and 4, 8 and 4, and 84, 9 and 2, 85, 11 and 1, 11 and 1, 11 and 1, and 87, and 88, 9 and 3. And they was about tired of him at that time uh, over there. But then when he got picked up for the Cowboys, because they, they knew each other, you know, Jerry Jones knew Barry. 12 and 4, 12 and 4, and then 10 and 6, 6 and 10. And, and uh, Troy Aikman just got fed up with him. But at that time, long in the tooth, 
Barry, you know, they was looking at it like, man, this wasn't the same as Jimmy, and they had to win in spite of his coaching, what have you. But um, it is what it is. Much more accomplished than the Clapper. Yeah, so what the Cowboys tried to do was they tried to take the inexperienced coach, let him go through the growing pains, and said, okay, we got we got the talent. I just played the clip. Number one in offense, number four in defense, right? It paraded around like, hey, man, this team is going to win the Super Bowl. But like I used my analogy earlier, some people, man, if you give them a Ferrari, they couldn't even pull it out of the driveway because they don't know how to drive a stick, right? Get get crazy when it's time to pull up the hill, you know. We, we blow the clutch and burn everything up, you know. And <clears throat> here's my before I let the next caller in. I, I want to tell people just because you go out there and get things right, and I'm banging on the table saying, okay, yeah, we need. We need another explosive guy, not just on the offense, another impact guy on the defense. Maybe we do. But when you upgrade in that, you also, if you get a bigger engine, do you know you got to change out the transmission, your draft shaft, all of that stuff. Those things got to be changed out too. But I got a bigger engine. Right? The assembly of everything got to be changed out. But for most teams, just because you get the upgrades doesn't mean that you are capable of handling what you're getting upgraded to. And my whole thoughts of this is, yes, I do like the notion that C.D. Lamb would take over as the number one wide receiver. But he better be ready. He better be ready for it. All right, so let's go to this person been waiting over here patiently. And 562, you're live. Yo, what's going on, Law? How you doing today? Man, I'm well. I can't complain. I'm just talking about mini camp and everything else. What's good? I just want to, you know, add on to that little analogy you had about you get a bigger engine. You're going to tear up that rear end with no problem. <laughs> right. No differential in the transmission. You're going to throw that big block in there. You still got to set up for a small block. Oh, bro, that's just old. Ooh, I'm talking your language now, man. You sound like a mechanic over there, man. <laughs> a little bit. And to answer your question, who was a better coach? A lot of people are going to hate me, but I say Coach Clap. Clap. And the reason why, Barry, he only, he only did all that with Jimmy Johnson's team. Right. He didn't draft. He didn't build no team up, no chemistry. He just came in. I got it. And talk about we did it our way. Yeah, you did it our way because you went totally against the grain with Jimmy Johnson was doing. Right. At least right. Coach Clapper. At least Coach Clapper grew up. Yeah, we we grew him. We, we grew him. That, 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 that was my whole <laughs> argument to that base though. But go ahead. <laughs> and so we grew him. We had Wade Wilson as a as a head coach. I would have him as a defensive coach. You know, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah, we went eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. But he built his team, so it's like 
Let me ask you this though. Let let me ask you this though, and this is a good point. What what was your name again? Oh, Aaron. Aaron. If 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 we go back to two thousand and seven, and you had two choices, Switzer, uh-huh. or, or or Coach Clapp, as you call him, who uh-huh. who would you take? Two thousand and seven. If we go back, what well, not? So so Romo's no longer a rookie at that time, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's gonna be hard, bro, because that's five. He got five playoff wins, and I know, I know that was against. I know. I, I know. Put it like this: If we do the whole thing over again, basically, we giving Barry Switzer Parcells players. Do you think he could at least give us one Super Bowl ring? Yeah, he can give us yeah. One. So, 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 so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, Barry Swinson with Parcells players would at least give us one. He would at least gave us one ring, and we'd have had six rings by now, man. We, we'd, we'd have been like, man, that dog on Barry. <laughs> Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I apologize. 07 was still Wade in the house. So. Yeah. I can use that same analogy. Would you pick Wade or Barry Switzer? I got to go with Barry Switzer because Wade was more of a defensive coach anyway. I love Wade, though, man. I love Wade on the defensive side, man. So when that when that Denver team won the Super Bowl uh, with him, call, I think he was calling the plays. I was like, yeah. yeah. And then when they knocked us out, I think they knocked us out of the playoff. Was he the uh, defensive coordinator for the Rams? Yes, I think he was. He was. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I said, man, that's just karma right there. You know, he won him another Super Bowl with the with the Denver land or what have you, although it wasn't against <laughs> us or what have you. But still, he, he lifted up a Lombardi trophy, and then he went out and knocked us out of the uh, playoff in the Rams. But, but go ahead. But no, no, yeah, you, you're correct, so – I mean, so yeah, it, it, it all depends. It all depends on the optics. Right, optics, you know? yeah, yeah. It's all on the optics. Yeah, so, you know, and then you know how some people talk bad about that. He needs to step up. Dak gonna step up this year. I got faith in him. He has to think about last year. The homie's coming off a gruesome injury, and his brother committed suicide. That's a lot on your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Any less offense. Oh, I could fight through that. They lying, bro. Uh, they lying. Yeah, yeah. You gonna think about? Day in, day night. So he was probably trying until he pulled that calf. When he pulled that calf muscle, he had time to sit down and think, mm-hmm. and everything started coming back to him. Yeah, yeah. That That's the hardest thing ever, man, is uh, stopping something that's exactly. getting your, your mind off of it. And his mind was trying to get clear of his brother losing his brother, and then he had that calf injury. And then, it, it, shoot, this fan base, man, Look, if I know I get some crazy comments, I know he getting some crazy comments, man, in his oh, box. Savages, man. So Ooh. it's like, I want to, like, yeah, we are greatness. We supposed to have six Super Bowls, but, like, you know, trust the process. How long mm-hmm. did it take John Elway to get his first or Troy Aikman? Was it like seven to six years? Yeah. Uh, Troy Aikman won a Super Bowl in his seventh year. This is Dak Prescott <laughs> led into his seventh year. But, Troy Eggman did. I think he won a few other Super Bowls before his seventh year, though. But he did win a Super Bowl in the seventh year, too. So if you want to do that, yeah, uh, we can talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, trust the process. Yeah. Like, he take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he he's 
he's opening up, throwing a deep ball, like better, getting accurate. But you're like, trust the process. Yeah. Who like if we got rid of Dak right now? Who's out there? Would you want Baker Mayfield in that backfield? Don't say that, man. People are gonna be banging the table. You give Baker Mayfield these weapons and this offensive. You know how they go. Like <laughs> <laughs> be logical. Like like who's out there that's really better than Dak? That's not under contract. That's not like it's not like locked away from their team already. Um, really, really, no one, man. Uh, right now at this point, you know. He's better than Derek Carr than me. I don't care what nobody. Oh does. yeah, man. Man, we we will saying, see like, the fullness of Derek Carr this season. He got it, man. He got Waller. He got doggone uh, one of the best route runners in the National Football League. Hey, uh, Devontae uh, Adams, and then he got a running back. Yeah, he got a okay. So look, then and they never happened? hold on before you go to that point. They never suspended uh, that running back. By the way, who had a DUI and had a whole bunch of other crimes and charges and stuff. They never suspended that running back, did they? Y'all let me know, but. See, you see how they they judge differently, man. And they looked at it differently. But go ahead, man. Ooh. Like, you know, when it comes to us, they always moving the goalposts. Okay? Yeah. What happened when Cowboys played that Raiders game? I was at that game in Oakland. The last the last game in Oakland, Derek Carr had what Michael Crabtree. He had Marshawn Lynch. Uh, like, so his offense was nice. The defense was nice. Mm-hmm. But we end up we end up coming out with that win without Zeke. It sure was a game without Zeke in the uh, and uh, he wasn't there. Dez Ryan only caught that one deep pass. You yeah. know, Dad ran in touchdown to close the game, and and who saved us at the end of the game? Uh, the goat, Jeff Heath, Jeff Heath <laughs> the fumble. Jeff Heath, the goat. I don't care what nobody said. Jeff Heath is the goat. <laughs> he Jeff Heath is a real cool dude, man. If you ever meet him in person, man, you, you walk by him, you he's just tall. You know, you would never ever think that he played any football. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, man. Trust the process. If we get that O line back to where it was, we we gonna be all right. That young offensive line we just drafted. He reminds me of a young Ronald Ronald Leary mixed with a little bit of Lyle Collins in him. Yeah, uh, I got. I just got to see him in one full game, man. And I can't wait. To, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna do my job, man. I'm gonna pump him up real good. But I got to see him. Yeah. I just got to see him in one good game, though. But I feel you, man. This, this was a good call, man. I thank you so much for calling in, fam. Salute, bro. Oh, it's a good call from him, man. Real good call. Let me give him one of these little, little horns that we do over here. And by the way, I want to bring this up before it slipped my mind. Uh, shout out to Spot Rack. Uh, they, or Sport Track, uh, however you want to call them, they did present to us the uh, projections for Trayvon Diggs. And his APY is projected to be $22 million. So if you want to really look into this and say, yeah, I want to save some of those coins for next season or the season after next, then, then you can literally say, okay, it's $22 million. But on the flip side, the salary cap is projected. If all of the things go right, because I know there's a shortage on everything in this world now, shortage on corn, shortage on, well, gas is just, just crazy. None of it hit me. Huh. It hit me before I let this next caller in. Let me put my conspiracy theory out there, man, you know. If cars 
run off gas and the gas prices are high all of a sudden. But there's also a shortage on corn. And I do know that out of corn oil, somebody used that material to run a car. Hmm. Conspiracy, baby. <laughs> VIP, you're live. You know what's good. <laughs> you know, it's a shortage on corn right now. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be a shortage on peanuts, too. Right, peanuts, peanuts make oil, too. Peanuts make oil, too. Oh, man. It's VIP, baby. <laughs> What's good with you? What's good with you, man? Oh, man. I love you, Law. It's all love, baby. First of all, let, let me address a couple of things that you touched on earlier, man. Okay. First of all, Barry the Hitman Switzer. <laughs> you know, we, we, love, we, love, we love the Hitman. But then you got to remember one thing about the hitman. He stayed out of his head coach's way. He didn't have the problem we had today. We had North Turner and Dan Campbell back then, right? Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Am I right? Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so he didn't have to do. He had to fly the plane. He could. He sat in the back of the plane. He was collecting the peanuts, getting the shots. People walking by him. Like you, be out there. Ain't you the coach? Yeah, go ahead, do your job. I'm. Like, I got my headset. Barry was one of the coolest coaches ever. He was yeah. a play. I don't know if he was a players' coach because Troy ain't like him. <laughs> he drinking some beer. He just go out and have some good time around in Dallas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he. He old school. He probably had that old English, you know, some, some old school drink. <laughs> but, but anyway, comparing him and um, I, I honestly, I like Wade, but he was a big Mister Softy. He was he was like one of those guys. He just want to press his stomach and hear that. <laughs> like what, what was that tire commercial, dude? <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboy. No, no, Michelin tire man. You know, there's, there's two of them. You know, yeah. <laughs> But but he he knows some defense though. Yeah, he knows yeah. some defense, oh and you got to remember he was the daddy of where he. If I'm if I'm on if I'm I, I, let me if my memory serves me correct, he was where's daddy back in the day, right? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe chip my tooth over here, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I think uh, Parcells he wanted uh, uh, the other kid. Uh, um, the lights out kid, uh, Sherman. I forgot right, his, uh, right, whatever the guy right. name is. I forgot his name. Light scared guy with the lights out. I, I forgot his name, but he wanted him, and um, and, and Jerry, I believe, wanted Demarcus Ware, and, and then uh, it was all crazy. But Parcells drafted. Uh, Parcells uh, first got a hold of Ware, but Ware had his better seasons with uh, Coach Wade. Yes, yes. But you know Bill. Bill, Mr. Tuna, he was – I think that's – I don't think – I know that's why he left because he was – you know, he was big on, look, I'm the chef, I'm the H-I-N-I-C, and I want to be – you know what I mean? So he was telling Jerry fall back. And I, Jerry Jerry ate a humble pie for like a year. And Jerry's like, nah, bro, I can't do this, man. I got to get on the sideline. I, I got to be about my team. You know, so that that's Jerry. Yeah. That's Jerry. I mean, like it or love it, that's just Jerry. Right. So the analogy you gave about the the, the Ferrari, I, I first started, my first car was a stick. Oh. So you, in order to get out of first, the first people can't even make it out of first gear. Yeah. They, ain't even, they can't even get to that hill. <laughs> they can't even get past the top zone. 
that hill's, so, a, that hill's an that, SOB, boy. You get on that hill. <laughs> but go ahead. So, so that's what our boy, that's what our OC was doing last year. He was just coasting in neutral. Mm. He he want to shift gears. <laughs> he know how to, as he got to the hill, he just started rolling backwards. You know, he didn't know what to do when he got to the hill. So I'm, I'm praying and hoping yeah. that, that somebody taught this man how to get how to shift gear smoothly. Oh, it's yeah. a smooth transition, brother. Mm. It's smooth. You got a little off the left, a little on the right. You know, not too much. You got to ease it off. You got to ease it off. So, <laughs> so hopefully our OC is learning how to ease it off. Yeah. That means get a little creative. I heard, you know, this is just rumor, and I know they they put the um the shade on you and told you not to show none of the practices, oh not to gosh. show none of the film anymore. Yeah. But I heard he's moving our people around. I heard twenty TP is even involved in some of the game plans. So I'm thinking our our head coach is giving them the forty nine elbows. Like remember the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Remember what remember. Depot did remember. to us. Yeah. yeah. Get creative. If we mm. get creative with our run, we have those same run sweeps. We could run with TP. It you just can. keeps everybody off balance. If you got TP sweeping to the right side and you let our Zeke is looking good too. Let me comment on that. Zeke is looking yeah. real good in our off season. So you got Zeke running that twenty one blast or faking that twenty one blast and letting twenty one that sweep. You have the defense off balance. Now that end can't crash the way he wants. It keeps the linebackers on skates. It just keeps that balance. Now we can actually throw slants. You can't throw a slant if that linebacker is standing there in that window. In order to get him out that window, you got to be making him come up for the run. So I, it all balances off, and that's what comes to that easing off that pedal. Come on, come on, you can do it, OC. Ease off the pedal. That's right. Get it to first. See? See? Look at it. Look at it. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah, get that. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. You All I'm going to say is man. this year, I, I predict we're going to have a top five offense and defense, right. which serves up a recipe for the bowl. That's all I know. Hey, if hey, we could do that. That's what I want to hear. If we could balance out like that, we good. We good because I believe. I don't believe. I know. Micah said, "Oh, everybody's challenging me." Micah is an alpha, alpha, bro. He has brought up the level of playing to everybody on that field, offense and defense. Man, big facts right there. <laughs> VIP. Eyes, you watch Dak's eyes when that boy was hitting that ball. Dak was like, "Yo, this dude doing something." I challenge him. I know. I heard he he made a little kitty off of that too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I do know this. Our boys are looking good. All we have to do is get this young wide receiver crew right in line with Dak. Dak didn't have an off season last year. Big facts. Right. Big facts. Yeah, I, I, I so, can't so complain this, about that. That that right there will set them on another level as far as chemistry. Because that's all you have to do. As a, I was a wide receiver, so okay. I know your chemistry. You're looking at my timing, the way my hips turn, the way I come out for break. So you know that ball is there before I turn my head or my break. My ball is there. Yep. So that's all the timing they have to get down, and I, I really have faith in our team. Mm. 
more than I have in our OC. So I'm hoping our OC just gets out of first gear. If he can get out of first gear, we'll be all right. <laughs> hey, he, he, he better be practicing all this, this, this off season. Practice, practice get out of that first gear, man. <laughs> That's it. Yes, indeed. That's all we need. Bro. Appreciate you so much, I'm man. Go ahead. I'm going to be brief today because it's my little man. You know, I'm a single dad. It's our first day of summer. I'm enjoying our first day of summer. We don't have to do the school no more. Yeah. We, we are free. Free at last. Free at last. God almighty. Free at last. <laughs> you got to have it. Free at last. Free at last. You got to shake yeah, it a little bit. Free at last. Free at last. Thank the board Thank of God almighty. Free at last. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hey, man, take them somewhere fun, man. Uh, water slide. They got yeah, kids, yeah. parks, man, where they got the indoor facilities, man. Facilities, especially in, uh, well, you're not in Dallas. You're in Carolina somewhere, right? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'm, I'm actually. I'll tell you, I'm in the New York area. Oh, baby. New York don't area. worry, okay. we coming to Dallas. Okay, okay. We coming to Dallas. Don't worry, we we'll got them. We we'll got them bounty houses. You got to be safe at our bounty houses, oh, bro. Yeah. You might get. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but shoot, they got an indoor bounce house, man. How how is your son? Yeah, he, he did, he's 13 now. So oh, he's nah, actually nah. He, going to he, summer he, camp. He ain't gonna want no bounce house. They got a nice yeah, little spot. Yeah, nah. They got a nice little spot in the colonies, man. Uh, uh, it's like a laser tag spot, man. He would love that. Yeah, I'm going to get you the name that's of it, man. Us. So when you come down, that's be us. sure to check that nah. spot out, man. Line me up. Line me up because we coming I to the you. game. We're going to do that whole little pregame with you. We're just trying to figure out which game we're coming to. I don't I don't even want to have um, – think about who we playing because I have confidence. In, I don't care who we playing. We win it. So I'm not even looking about what's the good uh, matchup because whoever I show up for, we scrape and play. I hope it's Philly. I really want to come to the Philly game. When do we play Philly, Law? Can you look that up? Oh, my God. So I can start me, getting my schedule. I, I know we played on the sixth game or something, right? Let me see if I got a schedule right here, man. Uh, no, no, I don't mean to put you to work. No, 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 no. That's okay, man. I work for you guys, man. You know, uh, we played them uh, week 16th here. So, I don't know what date that is. Y'all going to have to help me out uh, in the chat. That's what the family is for. Y'all help me out in the chat. I just got. I just know it's week 16th. I don't know what date that actually is, but uh, y'all help me out in the chat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's week 16. Week 16. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's at Eagles. No, I'm not. I'm no, 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 Yeah, week 16. Right. So, that's got to be like November this. Uh, Lord, Lord King says, uh, write this down, y'all, December the 24th. December the 20th. Oh, my son's birthday is December the 29th. We on that game. Okay. We on that game. That's the game we coming, Lord. Look for it. Check for us, Lord. All right. Now, now uh, the Cowboys experience for that event. It's iffy because it's because it's, it's, it's Eve's, it's Christmas Eve. So, but we still Christmas might do Eve, something. Right. We still might do something that week prior. Let me see now nah, because we at Jaguars. But still hit me that up, man. Jag. Yeah, still hit me I'm, up. I'm gonna tell you the box. Maybe, maybe for the Texas game. That Texas game is two weeks before that. That's at home, right? We home for that. Yeah, that that would be a better one, you know. But I that do know for sure. One? I do know for sure. 
We got that uh, home game for the Seahawks uh, preseason. Then we got the Buccaneers and the Bengals. We working out with something to get, get to get those events for the opening. It's going to be dope, bro. So, so, uh, but but if you want to wait midway through the uh, season at that Colts or Texans, man, I got you, man. Just come on out, have a good time. Either way, let me put it together, Law. Definitely let you know. You know, all I got to say from here, Law, is how about them cowboys? Yeah. Let's get it, Law. Let's get it, man. Appreciate you, bro. Good call. Good energy, man. That's my guy right there. VIP. So when y'all hear him, man, he, he got a radio uh, a station that he's on, and he keeps that same energy, man. Even at the radio station, uh, so I, I I don't like that at all. I love it, man. So this dude bringing in, I'm a big vibration guy. I love uh, uh, high energy people, man, because I believe that the world needs to vibe off of that. Win, lose, or draw, man. You can just tell that this man is a genuine dude. Uh, he don't like his son. He loves his son, and those things goes a long way. A father to his son relationship. It's unbreakable, man. And his son is picking up some valuable pieces. And you guys must understand that that goes a long way. Uh, all right, so next we got the mighty Coach Marv on the line, man. The hot line for your mind, Coach Marv from the 803. What's going on, Law? What's to going it, on, buddy? <laughs> Nothing to hey, it. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here drinking Kool-Aid on this thing because uh, uh talk to some of my uh, football buddies and, man, they say, man, you 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 excited about this season? I said, yeah, I'm drinking the Kool Aid, man. I said, yeah. I'm gonna drink the Kool Aid early because I'm I'm excited. I see, and you know, I see a lot of great things. And but uh, then when then I had one of my good close friends hit me with a statement mm. that I couldn't get around. Law was that? He said, because we were talking about Dak Prescott. He was like, mm-hmm. I said, man, Dak Prescott. Getting better every. I said, man, every year this is a guy, and 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 they started agreeing. They said, man, I think Dak Prescott one of the top quarterbacks, is, but you know he got to go to that next level. And then my friend hit me with this. He said, "Do you really think a, a young guy like Kellen Moore could take him to another level?" Oh. Yeah. He stopped me right in my track. You know that's hard for somebody to yeah. to do. He said, and then he came back. He said, uh. Man, didn't they play together before he started coaching? That's another L, yeah. And I said, I said, yeah. He said, and then I had to think about when I got home. I said, the only coaching job the guy had was a quarterback coach where he was quarterback coach of Dak Prescott after he came off the field Mm -hmm. and being Dak uh, Prescott's uh, teammate. Mm -hmm. Not for a season, but for the the training camp. And then he became quarterback coach. And then the next year, he turned to be the offense coordinator. Has he taken Dak Prescott as far as he need, he can take him? Mm. And does another voice need to be heard to take Dak Prescott to that next level? Man, you go. You, you, and you, then you, I said, who, who. we got him there. Because that's why we hired Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. So, I can't blame Kellen for what he don't know. Right? You know, they say, what is it? God take God take care of babies and fools for ones that don't know. Mm-hmm. Kellen hadn't got experience though. So now my hope comes back, and that's why I got back. He's drinking the Kool Aid. I said, 
And I'm not I'm not saying I'm a McCarthy guy, but I said there's a possibility after all that was said that McCarthy is going to say, like y'all were saying with this West Coast thing, you know, you, you're seeing a lot of hearing a lot of things. He's going to have more input to say, hey, young buck, let me show you how to get this quarterback to the next level. Mm. Because I don't think. And it's just realistic, and I'm not saying I don't like Kellen Moore, but right. realistically, that don't seem like a realistic thing that this guy is just going to be coaching for, really coaching for four years, and he's going to be able to take a quarterback to that ultimate level of the next level. The next level. In the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you need to hear that, that new voice to say, okay, I understand where you're at now, but I'm going to push you to that. Next, next level that you need to go. Mm. Like when Phil Jackson pushed Michael Jordan to that next level, right? Ooh. like Phil took took the Lakers and pushed Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal to that next level. But but, level but, but, you, but, but you know what, I'm coach? You to another level. You, you know, you know the difference between believing and knowing, right? What's that? What the what the, what's, what's the main difference? Is 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 actually you already know. knowing you already know it, believing you haven't seen it. You haven't you haven't you haven't seen it yet. You you see right. you, you got you grew up with your with your father and mother. Yes, right. She don't know did all you, my life. You don't believe that they are your father and mother. You know that they are your father and mother. You know, see what that's what a lot of people get all misconstrued is that we only mm-hmm. believe. We only believe that Kellen Moore can take this team to this, to take this team to there. We don't know it. You know, they knew, the Lakers knew that Phil Jackson would take them there. How? Because he had, he had, he had done it before with those bulls. So uh, we, we living in the worlds of belief. I believe, I believe this is going to happen versus I know. Well, you know something though, Law? Talk to me. Guess when I left the barbershop, right? And this one of the guys that, that you know, it's hard to you know when he he debates me in the barbershop, but he he knew he hit me with a good one. He's a, as a matter of fact, he's an Eagle fan. Oh wow! He knew he hit me with a good one because he really didn't have nothing to say. Because you know, I I had, I'd be I'd be hard on the Eagles. Yeah, but yeah. he knew he hit me with a good one. Mm-hmm. But he also left me with this right here that really made me. You know, I ain't let him know that he had me, but I know he knew he said. He said, man, if Kellen Moore take Dak to the next, to the next level, he win a Super Bowl and, and make Dak even a better, top, one of the top-rated quarterbacks in this league, mm-hmm. he said they need to write a story and make a movie just like they did by Kurt Warren. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said that will be some unbelievable stuff because mm-hmm. that usually – really doesn't happen yeah. that way. And I said, you know something? I said, my thing again is Mike McCarthy. That's why I said that Mike McCarthy, with his back against the wall, mm-hmm. he needs to go out on his shield because it has to be my way or no way. And if he feels compromised to any point of saying, I can't do it my way, I would have more respect for Mike McCarthy. Mm. If he just walked away. Oh, wow. Just stay there 
as a veteran coach and, and going to mess around we don't win anyway and to, and, and to maybe get fired not doing it my way, mm. then to say I can't do it my way because I'm worried about what the ownership says. Mm. I would have more respect if he just said, if I can't do it my way, well, I don't want a Super Bowl before I just walk away. Because of the fact, if this goes down and it doesn't go down and it goes down on the offensive end where it's not productive, it's almost going to be his fault, somebody else's fault, anybody else's fault. Right. But he's going to be the one to lose his job. Mm. That's true. Yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're right on that. Coach. I'm going out on the shield. So, but I, I want the fans to know that this is not. It. I'm just telling them what is the really hyper, the really point of hump that we need to get over. But as for us having the correct uh, groceries that can in the basket. I guarantee you, fellas, you tell Mc, you tell Sean McVay, even though you got a great team in, in, in L.A., if you say, Sean, I want you to take this roster as he is of the Cowboys and not switch a thing, he'll think he can win a Super Bowl next year. Mm, true that. <laughs> I guarantee you, he said, man, I can win a Super Bowl with that. And I don't need, I got two of the best running backs in the NFL. I got Dak Prescott. I got C.D. Lamb. I can make another wild and my – and this defense, I, what I saw, I mm. can win a Super Bowl with this roster, mm. Man, and that. probably win it for. And, and this roster is, I, I'll be more if I would think Sean McVay would be more excited by this roster because this roster, he ain't got to pay as much in the long run, and they're gonna be together for a long time. No doubt, Coach, man. You're right on the money, man. I appreciate that's what, you. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. We drink the Kool-Aid Cowboy fans. We got the ingredients. Only thing we got to do is make sure we keep it out there and keep it uh, strong. But, yes, big game James. Tell him, say, yeah, he wants Dak Prescott to go to that next level. Yes, we all do. Yeah, we But do. It sometimes it takes that person to get him to that next level. Mm-hmm. And can a young guy that just is young as him in this game get him to that next level. No doubt, Coach, man. Appreciate you so much. Have a good one, Law. You too. Good call from him, man. That's Coach Marv, man. Some people, some people watch my episode just to hear Coach Marv, man. They say, man, Law, you're good, but man, I'm waiting for Coach to come on, man. Uh, (laughs) And I really appreciate that. All right, so we have the 828. You're live. You're live. Hey. Yeah, what's up? And what's going on? Uh, it's all good, man. Talk to me. Hey, uh, I think uh, we're going to be good in a linebacking uh, area. Uh, Story Jackson. Yep, Story Jackson. Yep. And Cox. Okay. And uh, Damone Clark next year. We're going to be a rock solid at linebacker. I think Story Jackson is going to make the team. And uh, Marquise Bell. I think he's gonna make the team. Okay. I'm rooting I for think, uh, I'm rooting for all of the guys you just said. I'm rooting for them, man. They, some of them, some of those guys, my uh, dark horses. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think our defense could be uh, 
top three this year. Mm. Yeah. And I think uh, Tyler Smith is going to be uh, a stud. I've already noticed in uh, some of the footage that I've seen that uh, he's already corrected quite a few things. Okay. As far as putting his hands inside where they're supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, this is this is Jay Will. I just haven't called back for a while. Oh no, it's all good, Jay. Man, I appreciate you, man. Your thoughts of everything. You gave some good points there. I, I can't wait to see this team. Uh, you got high hopes for Story Jackson, uh, Marquise Bell. Although it's uphill, I don't want nothing given to those boys. I want them to earn it, and hopefully those guys will be oh, yeah. able to do that, uh, by the way. Uh, but I appreciate you for calling in, fam. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I love it, man. Came right on in with some points right there, and uh, and he able to get some things going in the best way possible. Uh, you got to see Jordan Lewis with this interception right here, get around, and that was caused by – D-Law, so I like that, man, this team working together. Uh, all right, and let me put this right here. Uh, last but not least, we got MJ in the house, man. Marv, what's good with you, man? What up, Law? Nothing to doing, it. Brother? Man, all is well. I can't complain, fam. Talk to me, man. God, man, just listen to your show. Coach Marv, you got it right. I'm always tell you, the key Super Bowl, it's going to be uh offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's the key. And I know he listening because they be listening. With me. Don't be acting like that when we listen. Because you, you can see uh, he's trying to put Pollard in a lot of situations. So he's been listening to y'all. Now, is he going to keep doing that in the game? Because that Pollard could be a dangerous uh, – he could be better than uh, the New Orleans back. He's faster than all the facts. So True that. He could be he could be our Tony Dorsett. That was my favorite halfback back mm-hmm. in the day, Dorsett. Because at any moment, he could take it to the house. Yeah. And, and we need that explosion. So I'm not worried about the receivers. And the uh, caller, he made a right, uh, a right pick. That finally got the, uh, a full camp. Mm-hmm. And like you say, iron in that mini camp because our corners are fast, so it's going to make it hard for the receivers. So that means they're going to have to make them routes. They got to make their routes better if they want to get open. And that's good for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when they go to the game, they won't be like, okay, I did this against Diggs. Oh, I did this against uh, Mouse, you know, Mouse, uh, mm-hmm. other corner, Batman. And then uh, Bob's been fat. And, you know, that's going to help. It's going to help the corners. It's going to help the receivers. And it's going to make that uh, Prescott be really good on his passing and thinking. Because now he got all his legs back, calves. Mm-hmm. He just got to be smart and uh, do what he did in 2016. Let me do what he did in 2016 with, with his defense. Because every time the Cowboys – the years, and you know me, D. Uh, uh, Law. I'm uh-huh. a defensive guy. Yeah. I used to always tell, I used to always tell my friends, our defense ain't good, man. It's, it's fake defense. Even when when Warner went thirteen and three, 
that defense wasn't good because Tony Romo did his job against the Giants. We was the number one seed again. The Giants was nine to seven, and we had the lead. And then they let that dude drive with a minute left before halftime. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on for a few seconds here. Yeah, uh, Story Jackson. Uh, uh, for those who out there are listening, Story Jackson is not hurt for the year or what have you. The linebacker that's out for the year is, of course, uh, we're still waiting on Damone Clark to come back. And the linebacker that's out for the year is Devontae Bond. He was the guy that I did the film assessment on last season. We picked him up. He tweaked his knee, and I think he was wearing 51. So Devontae Bond, he is placed on injuries or what have you, and I don't think that he's going to be waived or what have you. They like his skill set. But it was it, it was Devontae Bond. Uh, I could be wrong, but uh, as Modi is, but let me know, man. But I haven't heard that Story Jackson is out for the year, uh, unless there's some developing news today. But but go ahead, but go ahead, uh, MJ. Oh yeah, I was talking about the Giants. You remember that uh, we had the game, we we was dominating in the whole game, and then our defense let uh, let your boy from the Giants. Drive seventy five yards, the fifty two second left. Right. That that pissed me off, and it scored a touchdown, and then that changed the whole mindset of the game. And then Big Mouth Clayton, Romo hit him with a slant. If he'd have caught that, he'd have took it to the house sixty yards. He dropped the damn pass. Mm. That pissed me off, and then we end up losing. Twenty-one seventeen. We mm. we made it to day twenty, but you know they play in the zone. Ain't it? You got to be lucky to get a touchdown. We're like ten seconds left, last play of the game, and every time we have home court, something happened to us. Mm. The Green Bay game, when we instead of us going down there and taking a lead, when they had to lead, we was behind thirty-one twenty-eight, and then we was driving. We had enough time. And then we get stalled, had to kick a field goal. And then Rodgers do that lucky pass in 31, then stay on his man. Yeah. Your boy, what's his name, the corner? Um, they went to Miami. Are you talking about Byron Jones? Yeah. Byron Jones always do some stupid stuff like that. Looking Instead of looking, instead of running with his man, the tight end, Rodgers do that dime on the sideline. And they got in field goal range and kicked that long field goal. So mm-hmm. something stupid always happened to us because we get caught off guard. The San Francisco game, bro. Like I said, we had two right. minutes left. Right. And we lost that game because we couldn't drive. We had first down at the 45 and San Francisco 45, and we didn't move another inch. And we still yeah. got the ball back, and then we try to, you know, the clock ran out, but. That right there, 220 minutes, we should have scored there. Took the lead, would have beat them. So we got we to gotta finish. If we finish, learn man. how to finish, we'll be in the Super Bowl, guys. No we doubt. got to learn how to finish. No doubt, man. You know I appreciate you so much, MJ, man, for calling in. We got to finish, man. Our defense got to play better, and this team must this, this team must stay focused, man. And especially yeah. it all starts off with this, uh, with this defense. Exactly. I got one more thing. Talk to me, man. All the Cowboys fans, how about them Cowboys? And uh, hit them likes 
for my boy Law. He's doing good. We got to make him. Hey, we get Law to a million followers. Y'all can take all of us to dinner. Man, I, I, man, I, I would definitely do that. I, I ain't lying. I'll take y'all all out to dinner, man. Hey, when I get out there to Oxnard, if you're there, man, I got you. I got you on a dinner. How about that? I'm going to see you when you come. Okay. I got you, man. All right, man. Shalom. Appreciate you. <laughs> That's my guy right there, man. Oh, this was a great episode, man. I want, to, I want you guys, there was an article about uh, my guy, Anthony Brown, top 10 DB in the National Football League uh, last season, and he, he scored pretty high on all of his accolades of what he was able to do last season as being that boundary corner. You know, uh, this was the game right here. If he ran this one all the way back, look at this 49ers right here. He jumped this right here, got him. And my guy, 94, he just whiffed on his block. If he didn't whiff on that block, that would have been a pick six right there. Look, he drops back, scans the field. Huh. He rolls out. He passes right to A.B. A.B., get in the way, 94. 94 kind of messed up everything. That dog on Randy Gregory. Oh, my goodness. So what we're looking for is basically for us to have a better production on that cornerback role, right? And now we're looking to see if Kelvin Joseph can do that. And what I would do as soon as I finish this uh, live stream, we'll dive into details of Jordan Lewis as well as Anthony Brown so I can give you guys some of the looks that he was able to do uh, last season. Look at him. He's 4-3 too. You know, he's a 4-3 guy as well. So uh, shout out to everybody, man. I appreciate you guys for calling. I appreciate you guys for donating. Uh, and for those who made the donation, I really appreciate you so much. I think, uh, let me go all the way down. I missed your uh, donations here. Lamar, I got shanked with the butter knife or by the butter knife. He says, if faith is substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, do we as DC for life have too much hope in players and organizations with no evidence that things are better slash different or is that insanity? And so he raised a question about, you know, the faith. Here's the unique thing about faith. Uh, it's a unique situation because we have faith in our team, right? Unknowingly, we don't have any control of the outcome of our team. But I do believe in positive thinking, positive vibes, and positive uh, thoughts can uh, also can also help, you know, so those are the things that I believe. Now, here's the here's the craziest thing of it all. Uh, faith without works is dead, you know. So we got to put in the work, you know. So you got to put in the work, and I, I tell people all the time, you got to be able to to put in that, you know, uh, uh, the work aspect of it. Because a lot of times these teams can look back at it and say, well, I'm going to stay still and I'm not going to move because I believe, I believe what we got right now, we can make it happen. And it goes all the way back to my other point of what I said earlier. Believing and knowing are two different things. When you know something, there's no shot of a doubt that you don't have to believe it. You already know it. Two plus two is four. So you can say, I know the answer to two plus two. 
But if you believe it, you don't know it. Just like you don't go around saying, I believe that they, those are my parents. I believe that that's my daughter. I believe that that's my son. No, you know that that's your son. You know that that's your wife. You know that that's your daughter. You know that that's your dad and your mom. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I understand what my guy is saying, you know. <laughs> VIP, you know, so. So it's just all it is right here, you know, uh, and, and also you have to study to prove yourself worthy, right? You know, and it says a workman needeth not to be ashamed. So uh, you got to study too. So you just can't sit there and say, yeah, man, you know, I, I'm worthy of this. Are the Cowboys literally studying of what everything is going on in the National Football League, Right. People think that, hey, and this is what a lot of people do. They would take, they would literally take what somebody else hard work that they did and say, well, they just got it naturally. They didn't study or they didn't do any homework. They were just blessed. They were just, you know, oh, oh it was just favor over there, which favor is not fair. But no, it took them to put in some level of work. People are looking at the Rams saying, oh, man, they just bought that Super Bowl. No. They didn't just buy the Super Bowl. They rolled their sleeves up and they worked those contracts. They picked up the phone and said, Allen Robinson, we believe, we believe that you can be better over here. And then after he signed the contract, we know that you will be able to fit this system. Why? Because of the evidence of what we were able to do with these sets of guys. But the Cowboys, if we were to have Robert Woods on this particular team, we would still have Robert Woods on this team. We wouldn't have got rid of Robert Woods, right, to pick up somebody else. Because the Cowboys live in the world of they believe. They don't know. They live in the world of we believe that Gallup will be healed and be ready. We believe that Simi Fihoko, and I ain't, I ain't shooting no jabs at him, that he will be better. And it's good to have those thoughts, but they don't know it. <laughs> they don't know it. They don't know whether or not C.D. Lamb can do what he need to do. They don't know if T.J. Vasher, is going to be able to do the things that he can do as a comparable to DK Metcalf or anybody out there. They only hope. All right, so I had another uh, a donation by Asmodeus. Appreciate him, man. Thank you for the $20. He says, excellent. Exactly. A car with no steering wheel is worthless. You're right. <laughs> right, right. You got to have the steering wheel, right? You got to be able to steer. So it doesn't matter the brand of the car. You know, this is the crazy thing. As people leave, I appreciate you guys on your way out. I thank you guys for hitting that like button and sharing this content. But the craziest thing is, it's all about getting the results. If you're late for the interview, 
they still going to see you being late. They're not looking to see what you drove in with, right? Oh, I want to I wanna be jazzy. I want to rent a Mercedes, right? Or oh, I want to rent one of those uh, Aston Martins or whatever, a two-door coupe, Infinity or something. They don't care about what you're driving in. Get to the job and get there on time for that interview. Get there. Stop trying to showboat. Get there. I tell people all the time it's better. If you know you have that interview, gas up the night before. Have a perfect plan and reasoning for your uh, for, for your interview. Right. Don't be sitting back saying, you know what? I'm going to gas up in the morning time. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to plan to be there on time. Right. And even in the financial world, as it relates to investing and everything else, they got rules to it. You just can't just be wandering around without a plan of action. Yeah, for, for those who out there who, who's in the financial world of investing. Or budgeting, there's a 50, 20, 30 rule. Right. 50 percent goes to need. 30 percent goes to wants. You got to solidify your wants. If you put everything just based upon the need, then guess what? News flash. It would not work for you. 20% goes to savings. There, there should be a saving opportunity for you in anything that you do. Right, Cowboy Nation? And those are the truths of it. So write that down. 50, 30, 20 rule. And the Cowboys need to figure that part out. Just can't go blindly into this thing and say, yeah, man. We don't want to take any risk on this. We don't want to adventure anything new to this particular aspect of it. No. All right, Cowboy Nation, this is enough of me uh, yelling at you guys, man. Uh, as, as we depart, I really appreciate you guys so much uh, for tuning in. But... Write this down. Write this down. Somebody will will says 80 10 10. If that works for you, let it work. <laughs> 15 30 20. Right? You know, everything starts off with a risk. There's some limits to life. And I can't make this stuff up, Cowboy Nation. Before I moved out here, I was staying in a condo, an apartment basically, right? And paying the amount of money that I was paying to stay there, literally we was taking money and throwing it out the window. Taking money and throwing it out the window. I could have been paying in that department or that apartment or that condo for 20 years and I would never own any piece right they would say hey man good job but the but the rent is going up 15 to 20 percent next year and they would expect me to pay that on time 
but moving out here into the wonderful land of Texas. The place that I dwell and lay my head at was more than 20 to 30% of what I was paying in those apartments, condos. But I come here to tell you not to be braggadocious, right? Right, not to scratch my head to say, man, I gotta pay more. But the beautiful thing is, Cowboy Nation, if anybody can understand this, I'm talking to you guys like a, a normal friend. You don't get out of life what you don't put in. What if I told you, by me taking the risk of paying more, the benefit outweighs me making someone else rich and someone else wealthy. The ideology of paying a little bit more can secure your future, right? What if I told you that now law is sitting on over $250,000 of equity because I wasn't afraid to pay a little bit more? Meaning that even if the sun stopped and the world stopped spending, that equity is what I put in. And the Cowboys need to put in some more equity around this tape as it relates to being risky. But they got to leverage the risk. I'm speaking fire to you because there's people right now that got enough money to put it on a mortgage or a property or a piece of land but they are not willing to take the risk and they would rather go stay in an apartment. They would rather go and put money into a condo, which they can't. Well, some condos you can't have property ownership of, but you guys get what I'm saying. Got to make sure that you set things for you so you can secure your future. And when you start having the defeat of mindset saying that, hey, I got to put back money for the next increase of the waves of the apartment lifestyle for 2023, 2024. No, don't do that. That's life speaking to you. There's one thing a man should always do. Mainly to himself be true. Never allow someone to change your point of view unless what they bring makes sense to you. Never judge a man by sight alone, nor by the height he has grown. And when speaking, keep it at a moderate tone because raised voices turns hearts into stone. You see, in the beginning, I will ride with brother, kill for a brother. The morals of life live love and respect for another. Then there are those who will try to be smart. They will take a decent man and alter his heart until they seek to rip him apart. Those men, no man, no man should call a friend because they bend lies around the truth till it meets their end. Shout out to you, Vincent. Johnson for the 1999 for your mind to help grow the nation with the elevations of the remunerations. I really appreciate you. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, 
you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Price of admission, baby. I see you. Sally, lawyer. Appreciate you. Turn me up. <laughs> Appreciate that. Now it's time to roll up out of here, baby. I hope you guys understood. Life is fragile. Life is real, too. The frailties of life. Let's go. Turn me up. Yeah. Nowadays, nothing really is ice. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey on, blinging, she icy. Freeze. Freeze. Photo. Photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Jeez. No, no. No. Please. No photos. Hit the door and the dome and just whole team here. Money some. Still young, but Shout out to Cowboys. Experience. Be sure. Check them out. Check out CowboysExperience.com. Jay Brooks, appreciate you. Iceberg Kill. Turn me up. It's a dig She a real one. Do me a huge, huge favor, Cowboy Nation. Check out LawNation.com. LawNationSports.com. Check it out. I even messed up the word. LawNationSports.com. Check it out. It's my website. And go down there, way to the bottom of the page, and you can leave your thoughts about the web page. Give me your honest feedback. Everything that I post on this will be on LawNationSports.com. And what I would do is I'm going to pull your name from your communications tab. This is how you send me a message on LawNationSports.com and your name will be entered in to win this hat. My guy Jay Versick already won the hat for last month. And, you know, this is me talking to the Hall of Famer Drew Pearson. Look at that legend right there. You know, me talking to him. And then on top of that, I got all of the contents. I got my card catalog of videos and stuff like that. Just understand this. Always looking to elevate and grow yourself in different directions, Cowboy Nation. Never paint yourself into a corner one way or another. Sports fans everywhere, man, can come here regardless of whether or not you like the Cowboys or not. Be sure to check out my website. And this website is growing. I got some things that I'm still developing on. But I would love for you guys to come out to support the nation. And I'm going to post this link right here so that you guys can go and support the nation's uh, uh, website. And I really appreciate you guys so, so, so much, man, for helping me grow. Um, And just a little tidbit of information. When the season kick off, you already know where you need to go. You know what I'm saying? For some <sighs> VIP content. You already know. Here we go. Here's the link. Check it out. Turn me up. I said, Law, you the DJ, man. Why you keep saying turn me up? It's more than me in here. <laughs> the third eye, baby. More than just me. I do this show with all of you guys. Come on. Well, what I'm saying is that they are known knowns and that they are known unknowns. But there's also other unknowns. Things we don't know, we don't know. 
It's more than me, baby. Oh, by the way, I know Tyreek said that was my twin brother. The twin maker is not my twin brother. We about four and a half years apart from each other. I'm the oldest, you know. <laughs> but that's my brother, man, from the same mother. So uh, check out his channel and content. We do. We're going to try to do shows together on Thursday nights. And then when the season kick off, y'all be ready for it. I follow wherever you go. We got a person already that's in there. Ishmael, man, appreciate you. You're a real one. You're a real one, man. You're making me cry, man. You're so real, man. If a paper green can fly, then forever doesn't feel that He went right to the website and left me a review. I love it. is your ally. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough, George, working, baby, I see you, man. You left the comment, man. Appreciate you. you and Stuart Jean, man, or Green, appreciate you. Yeah. VIP, you left the review. Man, y'all some real ones, man. Y'all some real ones, for real, man. I can't even hold it up. <laughs> Ross, appreciate you. Y'all names entered into the drawings, for real. Appreciate y'all. Let's go. I'm going to stay a little bit longer. I'm going to read out all of the highlights, man, of people who support the nation, baby. Sadiqa. I cannot believe it. Appreciate you. She's your queen. You to who you be. Come on. Angel, appreciate you. Codwell, baby. Appreciate you. Y'all keep her on the website, man.
Johnny Woods. Oh, oh, let me say this too about the website. There's no limitation to the website, so I can post anything I want. So film review, highlights, what have you, y'all let me know. Request, just jump right into that tab and uh, leave me like anything that you want me to talk about, you know, within the confines of the Cowboys community. Uh, but all of the other stuff, man, you know, I can't do that stuff, you know. Uh, it, but anything within the con- con- confines of Cowboys, not no we, we, we ain't going to be doing that on the website. But, you know, you just come all the way down, and I got my merch store. I wanted everything to be in one house, one location. Uh, my team of people are also going to pull in the Twitter. They're going to pull in the IG stuff and the Facebook stuff. So y'all just be be patient with me, man. As we grow or as I grow, we all grow. Cowboy Nation, being independent is, is the main thing. And that's one thing that I got to have is my own voice, my own platform. And I really appreciate you guys so much. So check, check out Law Nation Sports. I ain't going to talk too much. I know some people may be watching hate on it but it is what it is Cowboy Nation that's been my time I really thank you all for yours DC for life salute when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working but there's something inside of you that says I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're gonna meet 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 where the guts went, just dropped them.